Hey, welcome. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us today. This is Jim Burris over at the Outside Sales Coach Podcast from Outside Sales OutsideSalesCoach.com. Um, you know, today I wanted to cover my origin story. Just give you a little bit of background, kind of what got me to where I am, um, what brought me on this journey. Um, you know, from really from when I was young up until today is uh, it's uh, I keep saying July. It's actually January thirty first, two thousand nineteen. Wish it was July. It's a little uh, doesn't get too horribly cold cold here in Dallas, but it's um, it's pretty chilly out there today. It's a little rainy, <laughs> so uh, so it would be nice. But it's actually January thirty first, two thousand nineteen. Hope everybody had a great month. Um, hope you busted your quotas. You know, exceeded them by two three hundred percent. If not, you know, wh- why didn't you? You know, sometimes we don't, and that's okay. But but it's not okay not to ask why. And to do a little self-analyzing and just, you know, see what happened. Why, you know, break it down to the deal level. What did you miss? Um, you know, get your leadership and your management involved. Um, but before you do, you know, take some time to, uh, you know, to look into yourself and just be honest with yourself. That's where real real growth comes from. So, you know, today's episode's not so much about tactics and strategy. It's, again, just a little bit more about me, what got me here. So if, hopefully if you're listening to this in the future, you'll notice a huge change in my presenting skills. And hopefully I have better recording equipment. So if you are curious what I'm doing now, I actually just, I have my laptop. Um, I'm using the, currently this is recorded on the Anchor um, app. It's anchor.fm. I don't have any um, any affiliation with them. It was just free when I got started. Um, I wasn't so much worried about the free. I just like the ease of use. There's like four buttons and you click, you know, st- start recording. And, uh, and that's it. And then it uploads and shoots it out to a bunch of different... Um, you know, different platforms. This is my second or third podcast, and I, I haven't really looked in iTunes to see if they're there. Let me just check out, check it out real quick. Um, that's my my old dog here in the room with me. That was not me, uh, not, not me farting. That was her, her groaning. She's an old Rottweiler. So um, let's see if we can outside sales coach. Let's see what comes up. Nothing. Not for me, anyways. It's a hot little blonde on there, though. Um, Ursula Menzes, Emmy, whatever. Um, looks like she has a sales and marketing podcast. I have to check it out. Um, she has an episode on coaching. So today, just wanted to go over my origin story. <laughs> As always, you know, I love your feedback, whether it's positive or negative. Um, I do ask with negative feedback. It's always welcome, right? Because I, again, I asked you to analyze why why you didn't hit quota this month. If that was you, um, if I get negative negative feedback. I want to know why I got it, right? And sometimes it's hard to take, um, but I but I do dive into it and I take it seriously. Now, if you're just going to be an asshole, right? And and those are funny to read. Um, they don't hurt my feelings. You know, I'm a big kid now. Um, but yeah, just leave <laughs> leave constructive feedback, please. If it's negative, positive feedback is always great. Whatever. However you feel, leave your real feelings in there, right? Feelings are still still okay on the outside sales coach podcast. So so I just wanted to get into my backstory. I'm gonna <coughs> take a drink of water here. Um, you know, nothing crazy. I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri. I was born there in 1978, uh, July 30th, in case you want to uh, ever send me a gift for my birthday. Um, you know, pretty pretty normal upbringing. Went to, uh, lived in an Irish Catholic neighborhood. I'm I'm not really either, but lived in the neighborhood. So by default, my parents went sent me to private school. I guess to say it was private school. It wasn't like real swanky private school. It was just in the neighborhood, in the inner city. Um Went there till the seventh grade, and they had uh, 
they had asked me not to come back. Or I should say they asked my parents. Um, maybe they didn't ask them. Maybe they told my parents I couldn't come back. So from there, I went to a, a public school in St. Louis, which was, well, it was an interesting experience. Um, definitely different than the, you know, the, the neighborhood I grew up in, uh, wasn't, a, it was inner city, but it wasn't too, too rough. You know, there was crime and stuff, but it wasn't like murders every day. So, um, went to public school. That was, that was a, definitely a life changer for me and really impact how, how I send my kids to school today. So, but, you know, got some positive out of that. Uh, the middle of my eighth grade year, I actually moved out to, uh, <clears throat> out to Herman, Missouri. I don't know. If you know where that's at, you probably don't unless you're from there or within like 50 miles of there. You probably have no idea where it's at. It's a small town, about 100 miles west of St. Louis towards Jeff City, I guess. Um, my grandpa had a farm there, has a farm there. He's passed away. Um, you know, so moved out there with my dad and I. Um, you know, it's probably one of the best things that ever happened to me in the long run. You know, initially I didn't appreciate it. City kid showed up to school, you know, January you know, two, two, a month and a half ago or whatever, a month ago, I was in the city. You know, I had, I had hair at the time. If you've seen a picture of me and now I'm bald, I shaved my head. Um, but I was younger. I obviously had hair and, uh, yeah, I think I was a pretty good looking kid, but, uh, had long hair, a couple earrings, you know, showed up to school in a Motley Crew t-shirt. It was in the nineties. I, I graduated high school in 96. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> so, so it was a little different, you know, when I showed up, I definitely stuck out, um, you know, it was good in some ways. I was popular with the girls because I was different, you know, but not so much with the guys because I was different. But anyways, it all worked out, you know, I made some couple good friends really to this day that I chat with every once in a while. I wish I'd have some more, but eh, it's not, you know, that's just my personality, I think. You know, I'm, I'm very selective, especially now, right, you know, who I hang out with. But, uh, you know, I learned a lot about work ethic. My grandpa, on my grandpa's farm. Um, just hard work. Not that I ever had a bad work ethic. I just really got ingrained and deeper and deeper in me. Um, you know, finished high school, barely. It was kind of a luckily lucky that I graduated. I guess one of the teachers was looking out for me. I think they hooked me up with a couple credits, to be honest with you. But but anyways, I graduated. Went to tech school for a while. Had some buddies um, that were doing that. And I saw what I thought I wanted to do. And I enjoyed it. But uh, ultimately dropped out of there, joined the Marine Corps, did five years on active duty in the Marine Corps. I uh, lived over in Okinawa, Japan from there, deployed uh, pretty much all over the world, right? Iraq, uh, got to go to Thailand, the Philippines a bunch of times. Um, got out. I went in the Marine Corps in 1997, got out in, uh, was it 03? Something like that, late September 02 or 03, something like that. Sorry, I drink some more water. Um <clears throat> You know, from there I got into uh, basically working on automated equipment. Always had relatively, when I say good jobs, they weren't like, um, you know, like just bouncing around. I did bounce around a little bit trying to, and that's not because of the jobs. It was because of me. Ultimately, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, but, you know, one of the things, you know, the real desire that I had, you know, I, I wanted to get into sales, <laughs> you know, so I didn't know how to do it. I had read a book, a friend of mine, a friend of mine from the Marine Corps, a guy named Chris, had recommended the book Rich Dad Poor Dad, and I remember that I I, I went and um, I checked out that book, and I went and sat on the beach. I don't think I'd read a book my entire life, to be honest with you. Maybe one. I didn't read school books, right? And uh, well, I never read a full book. Let's put it that way. Probably got a couple books from the library, read a few pages, never really. But I, I laid on the beach. I remember I got it at the Lar. I lived in St. Petersburg, Florida, and I was up in Largo, Florida, which is just 
you know, not Key Largo, regular Largo between Clearwater and St. Pete. Went to the library, um, picked up a copy, and um, went to the beach with my kids. And uh, I think I laid there the whole day and read the book. I think I read the whole book in one day. It was pretty, pretty amazing. Um, you know, so it opened up my eyes as far as, you know, different career opportunities. I wanted to own my own business. I always knew that since I was younger, right? Um, I just had this intuition, this gut feeling. That's what, you know, that's what I'm supposed to do, you know, but I didn't know how nobody in my family ever owned a business. So, and that's not, that's not their fault. Right. You know, um, I didn't ask either. Right. I didn't ask. So you got to ask. So, you know, my desire was just really to own my own business. I knew I wanted to get in sales. Um, you know, externally, like some of the struggles that I was dealing with was, um, you know, if you were to look at my bank statement at the time, it was like, Always behind on bills. Always, always, always. Um, just late. You know, I lost a house. Just to be, I'll just be one hundred percent transparent with you. Um, you know, I, I lost a house to foreclosure one time, and uh, it was it was fucking embarrassing, man. Um, it hurt. It wasn't a big house, but it was a nice house. It was mine. Lost it, and uh, you know, I had to move into this little house down in Gulfport, Florida. You know, looking back, it was all very very beneficial in the long run to me. But, uh, you know, at the time I just, you know, inside, I just didn't feel, um, I felt insignificant, you know, I wanted to impress my family with different things, you know, my wife at the time, my kids and, uh, still have kids. And, uh, the time of this, they're 15 right now. I mean, as, as of today, when I'm making this, they're 15, 13 and 12, wonderful kids, but, uh, you know, wanted to really just provide for them. But inside, I, I didn't know, you know. Um, so, you know, one of the things that I, I ran up against is, you know, I got into sales. I got my first sales job, as luck would have. It turns out it's not luck. It's more of, I'm going to use the word serendipity. I really don't know what that means. I'm a sales coach, not an English teacher, but I think that's the right word. Just like those those odd little moments that happen. Now I know what they are and why they happen and how to make them happen. Um, but at the time, it was... Um, you know, I didn't, I was unaware, unaware why it happened, but I, um, lost a job, uh, got my first couple first sales jobs, hundred percent commission, um, you know, door to door sales, a lot of different sold windshields, sold meat, um, got into the shredding industry, which, which really was a huge catalyst for me, um, but but even there, you know, there was it was the, the owners of the company were phenomenal. I still I still owe them a, a great debt of gratitude and just anything I could ever do for them, I would. Um, one of the things that I struggled with was that I started to realize is that no one knows why people, no one really knows why people succeed or fail in sales in life as a whole. But you know, this what I focus on is sales, sales and marketing, but you know, more, most directly is sales. Um, you could go, I would say, let's just say pick 10 companies and this would be an interesting exercise, right? Um, you could go to 10 companies and ask the, find the sales managers or if just the owners, if you know, whoever's running the sales team and say, Hey, who's your most successful person, guy or gal? It doesn't, doesn't matter. doesn't matter what they're selling. I don't care if it's door to door or over the phone. Who's your most successful person? And who's your most unsuccessful person, right? Now there'll be there will be some clear things between those two, right? That it's typically activity. A lot of times it's you know 
activity and their basically their skills as well, right? So you got prospecting and then presenting, you know, different closing, different skills. Um, those are all very surface level. Those are all fixed, fixable. Um, they could show you the difference, but if you, but I guarantee you, probably eight out of the ten, if not ten out of the ten, would have somebody who just doesn't is doing everything right. And if you looked at them on paper, you'd be like, man. Other than uh, uh, when I say on paper, their activity up into the up into their revenue point. This is where the big difference would be, right? The revenue that they drive, and uh, they wouldn't know the difference. And then you could look at some of their skills, you know, observe them. You look at them on paper. Oh, hey, this is the meetings they're going. These are the number of proposals, right? All the all the metrics that we love to look at in sales. Um, and they couldn't tell you why. You know, you, and let me say that again. So let's just say that at an organization to be extraordinary, let's just say to be average, um, or a little bit above average, you need to do, let's just say, uh, 10 meetings a month, in-person meetings. Um, you need to have, of those, you need to show your product to five and then close three. Does that make sense? So 10, 10, five, and three. Meet with 10, propose, you know, present your offer to five people, close three of them. This is just broad numbers. Um, that's what it takes, but you might have somebody that's doing, you know, 12, six and one, right. Presenting, you know, meeting was 12 presenting an opportunity or, you know, offer to six and only closing one, but, but very rarely now people will tell you, Oh, it's activity or this or that, or he's, you know, they, they, they don't know why, you know, but what I discovered is that um, you know, there's actually people know what makes people do what they do deep down. Right. And it's, and it's, it's in your mind. Right. And this isn't like trying to get all weird and, you know, like metaphysical right on you, but there's, there's something to it. Right. What I discovered is that there's people, there's, there's a few people in the world. There's probably more than, than, you know, but there's a few people that you can, that have actually written books that are good. Um, and, uh, you know, you can learn from them, but it's, you know, how do you, how do you really absorb that information and, and take it, take it to heart? So, you know, that's my, you know, basically the, you know, the plan, what I'd figured out to do, I'm going to drink a water here. <clears throat> I found these people, right? It was a guy named Bob Proctor, Kevin Trudeau, a few other people. <clears throat> so, you know, I just, I just dove deep into personal development and I realized that, you know, I just had to put together a good plan and and try to get around the right people at work. And uh, ultimately, that happened to me. I was extremely lucky. Found a company that's uh, phenomenal. Hopefully, I said that right. Phenomenal. Um, as of recording this, I you know I still work for them, and I, I don't have any plans to leave. And I hope they don't have any plans for me to leave because I, I really want to grow there. Um, but at the same time, build my built business simultaneously while I work, work in there. Um, and how my plan to do that is really just to get better and master this material. Of sales coaching, and that—that that was my big epiphany, right? Is just you need a coach, uh, and you need somebody that not only understands how to um, influence and impact you and train you from as a sales professional. Um, they need to be able to communicate to you how you function, why you do what you do, how to make changes, how to really change habits, right? So that's the biggest thing, and there's a lot to it, right? I and mean, we don't have enough time on this podcast. You know, we're at, you know 15 minutes, and I want to keep it under 20 minutes for you. Um, 
You know, but what, what's funny was is ultimately by following this, by learning what I learned and applying it, you know, I, I was more successful. You know, that was really, you know, I started to make more money. Um, you know, just everything was going good in my life. Got new shit. Still, not still, still living that way. Still living in a tremendous, tremendous life for a guy that had to get like somebody to give him high school credits to graduate, and I make more money than a doctor. I'm not saying that to brag. I just want to let you know that it's possible. Um, you know, to 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 make it in life, um, you don't need a big. Not that there's anything wrong with college, but be honest. Sometimes you need to look at what you want to do and decide. You know. Where's the best place to get an education? But, you know, what I learned was, you know, the biggest thing for me was just the transformation I experienced. Um, the money's great. Um, the lifestyle's great. Um, we don't have a private jet or anything yet. Um, but really the biggest transformation with me is, is I learned, I learned why I do what I do. Um, I learned why I used to do what I did and why areas I was failing. Um, but more importantly, um, I know how to help other people. So it's funny that when I, you know, when I started out in sales, my goal was to help me. I'm going to, you know, um, I'm going to make more money and I'm going to have more nice stuff and I'm going to do this and that. And, and ultimately I got that. But at the end of the day, what I realized, what really inspired me and just put wind, you know, wind beneath my wings in that Bette Miller song, um, was the ability to influence and help other people through uh, what I like to call elite level sales coaching and personal development. I mean, just really diving into what they do, um, showing them how their mind works. Um, so working on the inner game, which is most important, but also at the same time working and improving their outer game, right? Which is um, presenting, um, prospecting, just building the habits, you know, the stuff out here, you know, outside of your body. And if this sounds weird to you, that's okay. Um, you know, it's, it's science, um, really when we dive into it, it's just how your mind works. And, you know, again, depending on where you're listening to this or if you're, you know, I guess I could put it on Facebook at some time, record it again, um, or just put the recording on there. Um, I guess either way you'd be listening to it, wouldn't you? Um, you know, it, it works. I just ask you to, you know, to have an open mind and, uh, just have a look around on my website. If you have any questions, let me know. Um, again, I always welcome feedback. I do thrive on it. I like to live in a high feedback environment. That's how we get better. And if there's anything I can do for you, have any questions, um, there's a, you know, if you're all listening to this on iTunes or Stitcher or Google or wherever you listen to it at, um, leave, leave, leave some reviews there again, positive or negative, please leave what you feel it deserves. Um, and if you're, you know, on my website and you're listening to this, there should be a, a form around you somewhere where you can enter your email address and I'm going to give you something uh, pretty valuable. It's not just some bullshit that you're never going to read. Uh, my goal when I give stuff away, they're called lead magnets if you're not familiar with it. You know, it's kind of a, most people have got a little bit of a marketing background. Um, you know, I'm not sure what the offer will be when you see it, but it'll probably be something hopefully valuable to you. Um, and then there'll be other places where there's other products that'll offer you um, that I truly believe will help you. But thanks again. I'm going to get off here. I actually have to hop on a uh, coaching call, a real live one, where I'm actually going to help somebody. Uh, I should record those. Um, those would be interesting. I'll, I'll probably start doing that in the future. i got to see how that works. But uh, um, you guys are tremendous. Um, thanks again. And I know somebody out there is counting all my ums. Yes, I'm using um a lot. So awesome. Have a great day. Go out there and uh, sell some stuff. And more importantly, help people, right? 
Put your ego aside and be present when you're in meetings. Awesome. Thanks, guys.